This is the podcast by The Straits Times. Welcome to Health Check. In this fortnightly podcast series on Wednesdays, The Straits Times guides you to healthier living and debunks the myths with expert guests. I'm Joyce Teo and my co-host is Ernest Lewis. Today, our special guest is Dr. Lai Junheng from Lai Endoscopy and Colorectal Surgery at the Mouth Elizabeth Medical Centre. He's here to tell us more about the symptoms of colorectal cancer. So hi, Dr. Lai. Colorectal cancer, right? It's the cancer of the colon and the rectum. It's the number one cancer in Singapore. So can you tell us, like, what are the symptoms to look out for? And, you know, when should we be really worried about this? Hi, Joyce. Thanks for asking me that. The um, common symptoms of colon and rectal cancer are bleeding, change of motion habit, be it from a normal daily habit to constipation or diarrhea, Abdominal pain, meaning pain in the tummy of any types, and especially if you feel very distended. As it progresses on, there can be loss of weight and appetite. The patient can feel fatigue. So the more important thing is that these conglomeration of symptoms, and even individually, can highlight and signal some alarm bells in people. And then if they know about it, they can come for a further checkup. And really, it's the alarm bells that you need to know of. Uh, There's no clearer alarm bell than, say, bleeding. What if there's blood in our stools? Bleeding in our stools, believe me or not, is more common than what you think. Right? A lot of people have some blood in the stools when they get a bit of constipation. And that doesn't necessarily mean you have cancer. Mm. However, we have the opposite type of patients who come after bleeding for a year and then they start thinking that, oh, I've been bleeding for a year, putting it off because of work. I don't think it's important. I've also got abdominal pain. I'm losing weight. Somebody told me to come here because they really think I'm in bad shape. So these are the types of situations where we want to avoid, where potentially we can get it checked up and relieve ourselves of the the distress of thinking that there's something serious going on. So I think once you have bleeding, you should get it checked up, especially if you are going on 40 to 50 years old, because that's when the age of colorectal cancer or the risk of it increases. So Dr. Lai, you mentioned abdominal pain as well, right? I mean, that's Mm. quite common. So how is this like a serious symptom? Yeah, abdominal pain is common in many scenarios. I mean, we have... In an urban society with the food that we eat and something called irritable bowel syndrome, which we can talk about in a separate sitting, it's very common to have that. And a lot of times it's nothing. But when we do have a persistent discomfort in the tummy, be it the upper part or the lower part of the tummy that lasts for a couple of days to one or two weeks, that doesn't get better and there's no good explanation from your general practitioner or even from yourself. You didn't feel like there was anything happening. There was no food poisoning. You're otherwise well. There is a pain. Then you should get it checked up by your GP and then mm-hmm. get a specialist referral if there's no conclusion to that uh, diagnosis. Right. So if you mm. have ab pain and you take Panadol, it doesn't go away? Is the pain something like that? Yeah. I mean, if there is a reason for your pain, let's say even people with fever and flu get pains in the body and it goes away in a short while, I guess that's fine. But a persistent symptom... Mm-hmm. Or a recurrent symptom that does not have an explanation from your doctor that needs further investigation, then we should get it checked up rather than hide behind a wall and thinking that's nothing happening. Is there a number of days that you should monitor for before then you say, okay, this is time, I need to go and see your doctor? I think when you have abdominal pain, you should see a doctor, especially if it's half a day to another to the next day and it's not better and mm-hmm. you can't find a reason because it could be simpler things like appendicitis which needs a specialist to see because it needs operation or it can be simple as menstrual cramps but ladies would know mm. when it happens so the variability of it is quite a big range but a persistent abdominal pain that's unexplained should get a checkup by a practitioner 
And what about bleeding? Is there a number of days as well that you should monitor before you move in to see a I doctor? I think bleeding is from, when I talk about bleeding, it's bleeding from the bottom. So uh, when uh, people pass motion and, and there's bleeding that's coming out, I think it is always an alarm bell when it's the first time that happens. So to okay. most people, they would seek professional help. There are also category of people who commonly have constipation or who has been diagnosed to have what we call piles. Mm. So they presume that this is something happening and they live with it without treatment. Now, if you like what you're hearing so far, do subscribe to our series Health Check on Apple's Podcasts or Google Podcasts or even on Spotify and like us and give us a rating. Now, back to our conversation with Dr. Lai. So, Dr. Lai, uh, you mentioned bleeding if you covered uh, abdominal pain. What about diarrhea? I mean, things like these, we know uh, things are not right, actually. And constipation, how bad a problem is that also here? Okay, maybe I'll address the first part. Diarrhea usually means more than three times of stools a day or the consistency from a, a smooth, regular stools to very watery. Mm. And that usually a lot of times happens with a certain food indiscretion or what we call irritability in the intestines, which mm. can be diagnosed easily with a history. A persistent change to watery stools over a period of one to two weeks, that's not better. You know, if we treat you for a bit of infection or food poisoning and it's not better and persistent, then that should be looked on by a specialist. And I would generally advise a review, some tests, and in fact, even going on to what we call a colonoscopy to investigate the colon. Because there are not just cancer that's causes of this. There can be infection that is long-standing, and all these need some evidence on a test like colonoscopy to allow a doctor like myself to treat you with the appropriate medicines. So what about constipation then? I mean, is it normal if, say, uh, you know, you don't go to the toilet very regularly, like mm. maybe once every two weeks? So constipation is also a wide definition. A normal stools can be between three times a day to even three times a week. Mm. And I would even say that I have patients who pass motion once or twice a month that eventually was checked up to be normal. <laughs> wow. right? But I would say in the majority of patients, if you are having a motion habit once every one to two days, and over the next month, you suddenly get constipated to once a week, then you need to know the cause. Mm -hmm. And if there's no cause for it, then you should get yourself investigated. Like what are some of the simpler causes? I have people who are 30s or 40s who are NS men come and say to me, whenever I do NS or reservist training, I get constipated for one week. But I told them, that's the reason. But when you get back to civilian life, you're back to normal. Right? Mm -hmm. So, and that, that probably, factors, right? that probably yeah. doesn't warrant the investigation. But a person who gets a persistent change, and this is like over two to four weeks, I think it's about time to get it checked up. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have cancer, but if you don't check it up, I think it's to your detriment, I guess. So only if there is a change. Like, it's not as if, like, if you say your habit is every five days, that's not normal. So if, that can be okay. If you have it, like, the rest of your life from... Uh, we do have... This has, happens, uh, incidentally, a lot in young ladies mm. that progress on. This is because of physiology and some natural tendencies. It can be normal. But as a person ages, even when it's normal for them when they're younger and they come to 40 and 50s, I would sometimes encourage a checkup because you might confuse what is your regular mm. habit with something that is causing, especially with when the constipation comes with a difficulty in passing motion. Like you've got to force it and added on to that, there's some discomfort and abdominal pain. Then the signs, the persistency of it and the adding on of some of these symptoms can indicate something that should get you checked up. So you mentioned mm. some uh, demographics as well. Mm. Women coming to see you, more women. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm no? just talking about okay. the constipation right. is a common problem in women because of two things. One, some degree of uh, genetic predisposition to constipated type of bowel habit. Two is pregnancy. Because pregnancy, mm. because of the physiological changes, they have a lot of problems associated with constipation. What are the other symptoms to look out for then? You mentioned some unexplained weight loss. Yes. 
all forms of cancer, when they develop, especially when they progress and develop what we call spread, let's say to the liver or to the lung, will tend to make the patient lose weight. And then this is sometimes a very insidious symptom because people thought that they don't have any other symptoms. They maybe don't need to get it checked up. But if you have unexplained weight loss, it is usually a good sign to get it assessed. So Dr. La, you also mentioned that, you know, when these symptoms appear, right? I mean, it's usually like a disease already. So at the early stage, there are actually no symptoms, right, for this. Yeah, so this is the focus of my passion for speaking to the public. We would like to say that a lot of times, colorectal cancer is diagnosed at the late stage, what we call stage 3 and stage 4. They are still treatable to a certain extent, but they may not have very good outcomes. The good outcomes from colon cancer treatment comes in people who are diagnosed in the early stages, and usually these may not have symptoms. Hence, there are a few strategies that we want to tell people. Number one, when you reach the age of 40, 45, and 50, you get yourself checked up when you even have minor symptoms. If you have no symptoms, you should subject yourself to a health screen, which your GP can let you know in the forms of a stool check for mm-hmm. blood, or even a colonoscopy if you are up for it, because that's a more accurate form of testing. And the third thing, more importantly, is that when you do some of these tests like colonoscopy, you're actually preventing cancer because guess what? Cancer in the colon starts with a small growth called a polyp that can be as small as a few millimetres in size that can be removed when we're doing this procedure called a colonoscopy. And once you remove them, you do kill off this particular cause of cancer forever. You know? right. So that's my take on the matter. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Lai. That's a wrap for Health Check. We hope you like this latest Healthy Living Tips. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times and The Business Times online.